Hello, Sam. How are you, sir? Good, 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 good. good. So, uh, when did uh, Taika Waititi first come on your radar? Taika directed a wonderful film called Boy. Uh, he, I've been following Taika's work for a long time, and uh, I thought he, he's extraordinarily interesting. Uh, he filmed, he shot a film called Boy, mm -hmm. um, which is. Um, uh, before this was the most successful New Zealand film made. And um, we don't count the Lord of the Rings there, made by Ameri you know, it's American <laughs> money and um, English dwarves. Yes, you know. absolutely, yeah. Uh, they, they cheat slightly. So, um, uh, yeah, I've been following Taika for, for quite some time. So when the script arrived, uh, there was no question I w that I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also partly, of course, uh, it's based on a Barry Crump book, and I grew up with Barry Crump stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a kind of New Zealand local legend. Um, so uh, I didn't know Tyker. I'd met him once after the Oscars. He got nominated for an Oscar for a short film called Two Cars and One Night, mm -hmm. uh, and um, where he... Uh, <laughs> He infamously was asleep when his nomination uh, <laughs> came out. See, it, you know, when, when you're nominated for an Oscar, you sort of hang around with the people who are nominated for Oscars for the yeah. week, and he said, why don't we all pretend to be asleep when... when <laughs> and they all said, yeah, that's a great idea. And no one else did it but for <laughs> So he's kind of... Uh, and um, uh, he got a lot of flack from it at home. It seemed Aww. disrespectful and stuff. <laughs> anyway, he's... Uh, He's a great guy, and then we um, we ended up shooting this in, in midwinter. Mm -hmm. we, we shot this in five weeks. But I imagine uh, you've, you've shot movies all over the world. I yeah. don't know how many movies you've actually shot in your home country. No, not very was many. That, was that uh, an appeal as well? Something that you know you could play a New Zealander in New Zealand in the elements. Yeah, uh, and and the, it was winter, so it's as cold as it looks. Hmm. Uh, that little farm that. Uh, Auntie Bella and I have was very reminiscent to me. The, the, you know, the, the farm on the and the piano with the washing on mm. the line and the chopping block. There was no trace of um, Holly Hunter's finger on the chopping, <laughs> chopping block, but it all seemed kind of familiar. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, we had very little budget for this film. We had no budget for snow. Yes. But we had this freaky day where we got to got to work and it had snowed. And the, the night before, and uh, the snow stayed all day. It was all stuck to the trees, like they do in movies. Mm -hmm. And then when we, uh, we, we, sh we, I think it was the Lord of the Rings scene where Ricky is putting the, you know, trying to disappear <laughs> with the ring on his finger. And um, and and then we had uh, some, you know, time left over. And Taika said, I want to do this seven, seven hundred and twenty degree shot. Where you and you and the hunters and the police and everybody's going to turn up, and and we sh and the snow stayed around for that, you know, right. uh, it was melting fast everywhere else, but it just yeah. seemed to hang around where we were, and that that shot which looks like it's all CGI, we didn't have any budget for CGI, so it's all uh, everyone running under the camera as it goes around. <laughs> <and> <laughs> There's a few doubles, body doubles and things, but it's, uh, 
It's, it's actually quite a feat, that job. Amazing. We, That's low-budget filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, as most inspired. Um, so was Taika the, the main appeal for you, or was it Heck? Was it this, this character? Well, Heck um, scared me a lot more than Taika. Mm. Uh, I'm always anxious before I begin a film, am I, you know, can I be authentic? Can I, am, am I up to it? I, I, I never know. <laughs> and, um, uh, and, and, and but, but the thing that scared me more than anything, really, was the tone of the film. Yeah. I never knew whether we were shooting a comedy or whether we were shooting a drama or what, what we were, and I'm still not sure. <laughs> um, but I think that's what, what uh, uh, is really part of Tyker's genius, is, is that he, it's not, he doesn't shoot comedies. Mm. He shoots things that actually have some very serious stuff going on. Yeah. And this film's much about abandonment and yep. grief and loss and love and serious things mm -hmm. and some quite distressing things too. Yes, you, know, you get hints of Ricky's former life, mm. which sounds actually bloody horrible. Yeah. And Heck's former life before he met Bella. Bella's the sort of life saver. Occasionally in, when you live your life, you come across life savers. <laughs> Bella's obviously one of them. Uh, and um, but obviously, there's really funny things that happen, but that's yeah. a bit like life, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So you, you were, were you intimidated by the fact that uh, Heck, when we meet him, is so taciturn and quite unknowable as well, and obviously a little bit curmudgeonly. Was that something that, that yeah, intimidated you? Yeah, curmudgeonly and kind of feral. Yeah, a real, real bushman. So yeah, cool. there, there's still people like that. You'll run across them if you get into the bush and you yes. see them. Um, I've known a few, you know. Yeah. And actually, um, one of the uh, people I was thinking of when I was playing the part was my oldest friend. Is it a movie that, that has had, a, in your experience, had a great impact on people? It seems to be a movie that, that has the ability to move people, to make them laugh, to make them cry. Have people come up to you since seeing it? Yes, it's, it's, it's odd how it's affected people. Mm. And um, New Zealand in particular took it to heart. We were. Uh, the next place we talked to was Australia, and Australians and New Zealanders. New Zealanders I'm sure there's any Australians in the house? Yes, yeah. there they are. Furtively. <laughs> and New Zealanders and Australians always have this kind of strange love-hate thing going on, and Australians are very resistant to New Zealand films, and yeah. New Zealanders are resistant okay. to Australian films. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so we, we didn't know whether it would work in Australia. In fact, it, 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 um, it, it went gangbusters in Australia as well, so I was very happy about that. Fantastic. Uh, Taika, I spoke to Taika uh, uh, a couple of months ago for, uh, about the film, and he said that uh, you threw yourself into it wholeheartedly, but you weren't 100% convinced about the beard. Is this true? I didn't. I, look, <laughs> I, I've got mixed feelings about the beard. I've, got a, I've, I've stuck with it, but I, it's a little, a little bit more under control than it was. <laughs> Because my beard grows like a kind of terrible, you know, one of those tree funguses. That, yes. uh, that, <laughs> it, it just sort of goes out like that. It, uh, um, yeah, but but Taika grew a beard in sympathy. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, there was a lot of beards on set. It became a quite a beard <laughs> place. It's a very good beard. 
Thank well done, so sir. I, I, I like the beard. I like the beard? Yeah. Like the beard? Keep the beard? Absolutely. <laughs> Round of applause for facial hair. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just jealous because I can't grow anything. Thinking that my beard wants its own trailer next time I <laughs> it, it needs, you know, its own. So we'll be looking back at your career and going yeah. pre-beard, post-beard, Sam Neill. That's, yeah. uh, that's the way we should look at it. Yeah. Um, we have to talk about Julian Dennison uh, and Ricky, Ricky Baker, <laughs> who is astonishing in this film. Um, when did you first meet him and what, was your, what were your first impressions of him? Uh, look, I'd already seen, if you're interested in, uh, uh, he'd actually done two films prior to this. Mm. So it's not exactly an ingenue. Uh, and he'd also made uh, a, uh, it's worth looking on YouTube. There's a great little commercial that Taika made uh, called Blazin' or Blazed or something. It's an anti-drug driving commercial. Um, and I think it's had five million views or something now. Wow. And it's these three little Maori kids in a car imitating their dads driving when they're stoned, you know. Mm. And uh, that's where I first saw Julie and I thought, <laughs> Funny guy, um, and um, we uh, we met uh, uh, in rehearsals, and sure. I liked him immediately, and um, we get on really well. We've yeah. uh, and um, we're we're friends. I call him up once in a while and say, "How are you going? Getting getting on?" Uh, I'm not not sure. He seems to be taking things with tremendous equanimity, but he's clearly the most famous kid in New Zealand now. Right, yeah. And also quite visible, you know, it's, yeah. it's an unmistakable silhouette. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, he's just innately funny. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he has a twin brother who's nothing like him, who who wants to be a civil rights lawyer. How do, you, how do you know you want to be a civil rights lawyer when you're 12 years old? Um, but uh, Julian, I think, would like to be a film director or something, eventually, yeah. but yeah. Uh, He's a... I, I hope he stays at school, basically. I, I, being a, a, kid, a kid actor and having a kid, kid actor career doesn't always end well, so mm. I'd like to see him, you know, just have a, as normal childhood as he possibly can. Indeed. Uh, but he's, he's quite the, uh, the live wire. I mean, I've seen you guys interact quite a lot. But I, I believe also he improvised some key moments in the film. The, the, the trapdoor joke, apparently, was... The trapdoor joke is yeah. his, yes. Tra yeah. <laughs> Which there's is amazing. Quite a, there's quite a bit of improvisation yeah. uh, uh, through the film. Uh, uh, some of which didn't make the cut, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, some so, of my best jokes. Oh, really? OK. <laughs> Gone. Gone. But... Uh, I, but um, uh, uh, you know, that was his job to be funny, and I always thought my job was, was not to be funny. My job was really to, um, you know, pretty much everyone else in the cast is, is a well-known comedian mm -hmm. of some kind in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So I knew I'd be working with the funniest people on the planet, and I thought my job was really just to keep keep everything real and then maybe it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly did. Uh, right, so if we have any questions now for Sam, we'll throw it open to uh, the audience. Just obviously there's moments in the film about Lord of the Rings' references. How has that affected, um, you know, you talk about this film being made for a very low budget for five, for five weeks. Um, how has Lord of the Rings affected, say, other films, like small independent films being made in New Zealand? Uh, I think, uh, um, 
uh, it's been ex extremely beneficial. Obviously, now we have all that infrastructure there. We don't really have any big sound studios, but we have all that uh, wetter workshop stuff, and you know they they can do some of the best CGI and model work in the world, and um, people come to them from everywhere. Uh, that's part of Peter Jackson's umbrella. Uh, obviously, the, uh, all our crews have had tremendous experience from those films. Uh, I think, uh, by and large, they've been uh, an enormously beneficial. Uh, my, my question's really more on, the, on a serious level about what, what the, uh, the film's about. And I just wondered how that film kind of resounded with government officials and people in social care and whether there's been a, another look into it. Yes, I, I think, um, you know, there, there are hints during the film about uh, Ricky's life in foster homes and it's obviously been not altogether happy. And um, uh, <clears throat> obviously there's not... It's not a real world where social workers pursue children in tanks. <laughs> uh, and that's probably a good thing. Uh, the, the, going back to Taika for a minute, the, um, there are things that seem extreme in this film, but actually what he's talking about, the two doors, one's got the crunchy bars and the, and the Fanta, and the other one has got Christ in it. Um, is actually based on a on a real funeral that Tyker went to. <laughs> it's kind of word for word the sermon. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's slightly disturbing, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, um, I, I think uh, we are. Uh, I, I was interested to see that the, the commission on uh, child abuse is broken down here this year. There's, there's been one, an ongoing one in in uh, in Australia, which is. Uh, most extraordinary revelations that have been that's been going on for about two years, I think. And I think uh, there's been there's an ongoing inquiry into certain aspects of, of foster care in New Zealand. So you know that that's why I say that you know there are aspects of this film that are grounded in in, in some very troubling stuff. Mm. And has this film has the success of the film shone a light on that? Has it opened people's eyes in a way, or in New Zealand? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know, and it's, I'm not even sure if I want to sure. see what the light shone on. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. find it so distressing, all that Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Good point. Has there been any marketing of the film yet, do you know, in the States? Has, has there been any, uh, what do they call them, focus groups, American reaction to it, or have we not reached that stage yet? The film is on release in the States now, on in very limited release, uh, and uh, I can't remember the name of the the little group that that had to distribute, but it's mm. been it's been their most successful film to date. But you know, it's tiny. I think we're on I don't know how many screens, but it's, it's tiny. But it's but we're we're getting uh, wonderful feedback from there. Uh, uh, we took it to Sundance, and uh, that's the first time it got it was shown at all. I think it was shown the same day as Daniel Radcliffe's dead body film. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, the only time I've sat in the theatre with an audience, I sat beside Julian and um, we kept looking at each other, very <laughs> gratified that people were laughing. They seemed to get a lot of the jokes. 
there's quite a lot of jokes in this film that you don't get if you're not from New Zealand because they they they, they make references to old New Zealand, like the girl that he falls in love with. That's an old uh, Cadbury's Flake commercial. Yeah. Uh, the 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 Toyota truck thing. Barry Crump, who wrote the book, uh, used to do commercials for Toyota for that very uh, pickup truck. So you have to kind of know these things to get the full references. Toyota, by the way, because um, the Toyota uh, pickup truck was was the New Zealand. Uh, you know, once Land Rovers proved to be just pretty hopeless, uh, which they were really. Uh, that Toyota pickup truck became the kind of iconic New Zealand farm vehicle. And because the producer was so strapped for cash, they went to Toyota and said, you know, we're, we're, we're referencing the famous commercials. We've got a Toyota truck in it. Would you care to help us uh, with, uh, you know, because you'll get a lot of good PR from this. You'll get a lot of good feeling towards Toyota at the end of this film. And they said, oh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to just help us with the vehicles just to get around? No, not really, no. <laughs> if you want to put a new Toyota truck in there, we'd be... So um, I don't really have any brief for Toyota anymore. <laughs> and, and as far as I'm concerned, they can shove their bloody trucks with them. <laughs> I'd never go near them again, and I don't recommend that any, any of you ever buy a Toyota. <laughs> Would now be a wrong time to say I'm a Toyota driver? <laughs> I'm not. So you obviously like working on films with extended hours, right? Um, you, uh, a question about scheduling. You worked with a, a child actor, but uh, you had very little time to shoot the film. Did that affect any of the, kind of the, the filming? In the... Um, the question was, uh, did uh, working with a child actor... The producers asked me the other day, they said, we're going to put it in for the New Zealand Film Awards. I said, can you put me in as, a, as assistant actor? Because Julian is going to win everything. <laughs> and, uh, I don't want to be, you know, just outclassed again by a 12-year-old <laughs> child. <laughs> I'd like to know uh, where were the locations? Were they in the same geographical area? And where were they? Most of, most of the film is shot within about an hour of Auckland. But then we had about 10 days in, the, in what's called the desert country around the, around the volcanoes. Uh, you don't actually see the volcanoes. In the, in the, but, um, that's where we were in that ridiculous car chase. That's entirely gratuitous. <laughs> we did on, on, on the, uh, the... The army uh, have their main training area there. And um, they provided us with... They were generous, unlike Toyota, <laughs> and I think that's the entire New Zealand army there. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all the tanks we had, <laughs> and uh, they were really good to us. Everyone was quite surprised when you said it only took five weeks to film. Can I ask how long it was in post-production? Oh, I don't know. I'd, I'd long gone. Um, Taika has, a, has an interesting process. Uh, I often say to directors, when you finish shooting, just go on holiday for three weeks and then come back and look at the material 
afresh because so many directors go straight into the into the cutting room and stuff that's taken you know three days to shoot that they're, they're really attached to it because it's really difficult to get but it's not necessarily good for the film Taika um, always takes a break and then comes back and looks at it with fresh eyes and then he takes the film to uh, a woman that he really trusts uh, she's a, an editor in Los Angeles who's never been to New Zealand and has no interest in going to New Zealand but she's brutal and and she just chucks stuff out you know <laughs> uh, so that's not you know this isn't taking the film anywhere it goes but that's the best job. no it's gone and uh, and he finds that process really useful she's got a completely objective eye and then he'll sneak a little bit back <laughs> later on but um, uh, I think it's a really useful way to go about mm. the business of cutting your own material. So she's to blame for most of your best jokes being on the cutting room yeah. floor? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think uh, so. Okay. Uh, and this is a film, Sam, that, that, that you know, maybe speaking out of turn, but it seems to have had a particular resonance for you. The tour around New Zealand, you seem to be very, very committed to this movie on a, on a personal level. It seems to really connect it with you. Is that, is that fair to say? Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was like a, it was uh, I, because it's so um, so in and of New Zealand, mm. and uh, it, in a way it could it could have sort of disappeared up its own fundament really because yeah. it's so self-referential to you know old New Zealand films, for instance, some mm. of which I was in. <laughs> uh, that I felt it was like a sort of gift to New Zealand, and uh, it, it, it's and and that's why I was so keen for the it to uh, be seen by regional New Zealand as well. Sure. And 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 I think uh, you know I, I, um, some of you might be aware. I actually the 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 BFI um, commissioned uh, a bunch of. A doc documentaries about world cinema in the, in the I think 98 something like that and they asked me to do uh, the one about New Zealand cinema um, and I, I, I was, I was sort of mid 90s something like that mm. and I, I titled it um, the cinema of unease because we were making all these very dark films like the piano for instance yeah. and once for warriors and so on very dark films about Troubled, troubled stuff, uh, and and troubled about race relations and so yeah. on in New Zealand. Um, and there's something about 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 this film that, that it's as if we're more comfortable with ourselves. Uh, I, I think um, it's possible that it says it says something about relate race relations because yeah. I don't think race is ever mentioned. No. Yeah. So uh, it speaks of of, of a of a country that's becoming more comfortable with itself. Uh, and um, uh, so, I, I, without sounding important or anything, because <laughs> it's very modest and humble, really, but, but um, uh, it, it's, it's odd that we're making films that are kind of light and funny and we can laugh at ourselves in Australia. 
we were, when they were doing that in the in the nineties, mm. things like Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and Muriel's Wedding Song, they were making they were they were making films with jokes in them. We, we, <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't tell a joke to to save ourselves in New yes. Zealand. Now we're doing those sort of films, and Australia's doing really very dark films. Yeah. Right? There was a film called The Daughter, which yeah. uh, I, I was in, which has just been on release here. Yeah, very good film. Very dark film. Yeah. Very good film, but very dark and bleak. It could be from New Zealand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the streams are crossed at long last. Uh, it's a wonderful film, Sam. And uh, uh, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for your questions. Thanks, of course, Sam Neill.